We return with Diane walking into the office. She's humming to herself as she's in a good mood. There everyone is, working hard for a show we all love and getting along so well. This is wonderful. Nothing can bring me down. Diane walks into Max and Dan's office. This day has gone to hell in a handbasket. Please help me. What's going on, guys? We are looking at a complete meltdown. Please stop talking. What's going on, you guys? Lady Gaga is going to star in a new version of Sound of Music. This is why the day is going to hell? It's an abomination. It's not that bad. Shut your mouth. Dan, she knocked it out of the park with that Oscar movie. She was tapped for the movie version of Aida until the producers realized she wasn't Sherry Scott and she's been listed for a few upcoming remakes. It was only a matter of time before the shit stuck to the wall. Max? But that's not my concern. What is your concern? My concern is that they got McGee to direct. And? <laughs> that dude has only directed crap. So they are looking for this to fail. If they got someone like Tom Hooper, he'd make Gaga into a cat with digital effects. But this McGee, all he's done is action movies. He's gonna take on Sound of Music? When she is dancing on top of a mountain, is the mountain going to explode? Guys, this is a great argument, but save it for the air. Sam knocks on the door. Nothing is going to ruin my day. Hey, so I'm probably gonna ruin your day. Well, that was predictable. The Movie Critics, a web series. Created by Matthew Garland. Inspired by Aaron Sorkin. Episode 5, The Damnest Story You've Ever Heard. What's going on? I have it from good sources that Malcolm is going to make some kind of announcement tonight. Uh, what kind of announcement? The kind that is meant to start a war with you two and end you. Sam? This is what I've been saying. Sam? This is what I've been saying. We don't need to hear this tonight. You didn't want to hear it last night. You didn't want to hear it the night before. You didn't want to hear it for six months. I have been trying to get you two off your asses and take him seriously. Malcolm is not only calling for a war with the two of you, he's hurling an asteroid and you two will be a cocktail party joke when all is said and done. Malcolm is not going anywhere and he is way smarter than you two geniuses thought. But I still wonder why is he declaring war on you both? I mean, what could you have done to warrant this behavior? You know, don't you? Yeah, I figured it out. How? I'm Sherlock Holmes and you are the other, not, you know, not Sherlock Holmes, guys. This isn't rocket science, guys. The police reports are available and I've heard stories. So, guys? Don't say anything right now. 
Dan? Don't say anything right now. I have to think. Every moment we wait, he gains speed. This isn't happening. Dan. This isn't happening right now. We ended this guy. We ended this guy two years ago, but like a leech, he just keeps, you know, doing what he, what leeches do. Dan? We ended this guy two years ago. This guy was yesterday's news. And now because he's going online, his cult, which not for nothing, that's what his followers are, a cult. If he were to change his hairdo, they would discuss how his hairdo changed the way life works. This guy was buried and we handed the press the shovels. How the hell do you come back from the dead? Because he grew into a zombie and like every zombie, he craved brains. And yeah, I don't, I don't want to keep this metaphor going. Will you take this man seriously? I don't take Max seriously. Why would I take Malcolm seriously? Because Malcolm is about to throw it down and you don't have a response. Why do I need a response? You don't. We do. Why? Because if we don't, that's the ball game. So will you listen to me, please? I'm listening. Why are you listening? Because they're right. I don't. They are right. Max. Listen, Dan. Why don't you allow others to have their opinion known? And why don't you do something different for a change? Like, listen to them because they're making sense. It seems to me that from time to time, we have come to expect less and less from each other. And you know what? That stops here. Now, Sam, talk to us. So that's it. We see his challenge and try to raise him. How? We figure out what he doesn't have and we run with it. Well, what doesn't he have? He just has himself. He's one man. We have a two-man show. When you have these two men in a room talking about movies, you have a rat-a-tat-tat, and you have something even better with these two guys. They have opposing views on almost everything, and that's your asset. They're like an old married couple. What would you know about an old married couple? They are like an old married couple arguing about which movie they like. It's relatable rather than one douche talking into a microphone about topics only he thinks are interesting. This gives you a breadth of topics and things that he won't cover because well, he won't see them as important. Dan, you are being unmistakably quiet. I'm listening. Okay. Tim makes a good point. Yeah, he does. So we rely on the charm factor. Right. The charm offensive. That seems like a contradiction in terms. Max? We're going to have to up our coverage. We're going to only do topics that are relevant and having to do with the top movie stars, at least until we figure out the whole online platform thing. All right, Dan, you haven't said anything. I'm listening. Well, now speak. I'm still against it. Color me surprise. Dan, we're going to start to discuss things. 
Have we talked about the risk? Dan? We haven't talked about the risk? What risk? What if while we are taking on the plant from the Shop of Horrors, we end ourselves as well? What if while we are trying to take on the world, we destroy ourselves? What if we take ourselves down with him? Dan, what are you... We got rid of this guy already. We already got rid of this guy two years ago, and I don't know how he keeps regrowing. What did you do? Dan. Tell her, guys. Well, at the press junket, this mother, he was the most arrogant man I ever met. He was showboating, so Max and I planted pot on him, which would have, have only gotten him dismissed, but they found coke on him, and that got him in jail. But the point is that he was gone. We got rid of him. You planted drugs on him? He already had drugs on him, fool. We just planted him with drugs that had a better odor. How the fuck? How could you do that to someone? He was competition. Agreed. Is this why he's mad at you? Eh, probably a good chance. Dan, I swear to God, one more smart-ass remark. Yes. This is the reason why he hates us so much. The minute he could, he decided to declare war on us. And you know what? I don't care. Fight us all he wants, but it won't get me to care. The amount of time it will take to put on our own online platform combined with our regular jobs is going to take an unlimited amount of time during the day and night. I don't care if you guys are all reactionary, but I'm not. And I got news for you. If he wants to take us out of our chairs, he's going to have to bring more than a couple of guys. I can't believe you are in for this, Max. Of course I'm for this. Why? Because it's what's next. Do you think for an instant, Siskel and Ebert would not have gone to online portals if they were available to them? How about Gene Shalit? You know something? We do it because of one reason. It's what's next. Max, please tell me you aren't going to quote Aaron Sorkin to me. If it works. Finish the quote. What? There's more to it. I, I don't remember it. We came out of the cave, and we went over the hill, and we created fire, and built buildings, and took to the sky. We reached for the stars. Are we ready for this work? Why don't you ask your wife? What about my wife? She offered to help out as she knows data entry. I think she could be a big help. Why haven't you told us this? How do you know? She emailed me when you said nothing more about it. Sign her up. Now wait a minute. This is happening, Dan. Get on board. Let's set up a meeting with the rest of the crew. They might have some ideas. Yeah, we need to differentiate ourselves. Let's have a team meeting. Jim and Jen walk into the office. Hey guys, Malcolm is finishing his show and well, you guys might want to see what's going on. TVs are already turned to Malcolm's channel. 
Everyone's attention goes to the TV, and on the TV is Malcolm's show. So if anyone is wondering why Jason Statham isn't starring in any courtroom dramas or the next Spielberg or Scorsese film, this new adventure in the Crank series will explain why he runs off a balcony, jumps on a plane, and rides it like a skateboard into space. So this one's a skip. Like we needed Malcolm's opinion for that. So, as many of you know, I am living in two worlds, this TV show and YouTube, as well as Twitter and Patreon. I'm going to make a pretty big announcement, so I hope you will be there for it. Sam enters and goes to stand next to Diane, Dan, and Max. This announcement will be me putting all the eggs in the basket, but I've got one thing for you all to look forward to, and that might be the golden egg. Here it comes. You may be asking yourself, what's the golden egg? The golden egg is that this TV show will be defunct, and I will be exclusively on YouTube, which means anything that's exclusive will be at your fingertips. I will no longer be chained to this time slot. The time slot will be 24-7. I work for you, the audience, now. Let's see Dan and Max do better than that. There it is. What just happened? We just became the dinosaurs. Fuck. Emergency meeting. Dan, Max, and Diane. And Tim. Seriously? We are going to talk about it again like we haven't already talked about it? Get your ass in that conference room. We follow Kathy entering Malcolm's office. Here are the audience numbers you wanted. Sarah is getting the box office numbers, and it appears that Meryl Streep is in a new movie coming out about the creation of the typewriter. Really? Don't worry, she'll knock it out of the park. Any reactions? Well, you know, Jeremy Johns and Grace Randolph usually do movie announcement reaction videos. Not reactions about the Meryl Streep movie, reactions about tonight's show. There are a few people doing video reactions to your announcement. Screen Junkies has welcomed it. And Collider has done nothing, which is what Collider seems to be doing of recent. They're more about kissing celebrities' asses. No. You know what I mean. They haven't said anything. No reaction from them. Maybe they are going to close up the circus. No. They're planning something. I don't know if they're as evil as- They are. You're going to tell me someday what they did to you, right? What are they waiting for? Mal. What? You need to tell me. Why? Because I'm your friend since we were kids, and I'm your EP, and I manage your show, and it's something you should get off your back. Mal, tell me the story. <sighs> Sit down.
I'm gonna tell you the damnest story you ever heard. The Movie Critics, a web series. Created by Matthew Garland. Inspired by Aaron Sorkin. Episode 5, The Damnest Story You've Ever Heard. Written by Matthew Garland. Directed by Amanda Hurley. Executive produced by Matthew Garland, Amanda Hurley, and Megan Garland. Starring Andrew Quinney as Daniel Bloom. Patrick McCormick as Max Stern. Rachel Barrows as Diane Hope. Anne-Marie King as Tina News. Amelia Smith as Jennifer Reel. Emma Kennedy as Nancy Till. Matthew Garland as Jim Henry. Chris Rose as Tim Hope. And John Workman as Sam Spencer. Guest starring Keegan Hannon as Malcolm Quinn. Mindy Pierce as Kathy Kearns. <laughs>